0: welcome to the better me podcast i am your host jen and just a friendly reminder i'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat learn and dish not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert also in every episode I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, I am going to be talking with my friend Shannon, and we are going to be discussing the topic of boundaries, setting personal boundaries with people and also recognizing other people's boundaries and how that affects your mental health and the mental health of others. So I think this is a really great topic to discuss. Um, It's a good one to kind of learn some more detailed information about, and it was a good one for me to research as well. So I hope that you guys enjoy this one and please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review. I love when you do those things for me. And I want to say thank you so much to my sponsors. I appreciate you. And I'm gonna take a quick break. When I come back, I will be joined by Shannon. Hi and welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen and I am joined by my friend Shannon. Hello. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about boundaries, setting boundaries, what are they. Um, And I think that you have quite a bit to say on the subject. Yeah, I've definitely learned a lot over just even
1: the last year about boundaries, that's for sure. Same. (laughs) Both with like personal life things, but then also like regular day things, which is important
0: as well. I think sometimes hard to do, but definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, depending on the circumstances and the person, Mm -hmm. the boundaries are obviously going to be a little bit different. Yep. So somebody who's really close to you, they're going to be more like intimate boundaries. Whereas, you know, we have to also have boundaries with, Clients and coworkers and yes. bosses and yeah. So we'll get into all that stuff, but basically boundaries are just like the ultimate self care, really. Honestly, though, you got to start somewhere, and that's <laughs> definitely one place to start. Yeah, it makes a difference. <laughs> definitely. So, but what are boundaries? Basically, creating clear guidelines, rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, Limits on how you'd like to be treated Mm -hmm. by other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Letting others know what is and is not acceptable for you. Yes. Um, And really what it comes down to is honoring your needs and wants so that you feel safe and Mm -hmm. respected by Mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. So to me, I think that boundaries are both for you and for mm-hmm. the person that you're in a relationship with whatever type of relationship that right. might be right so it keeps you safe but it also keeps that other person knowing how to react to you how to talk yeah. to you do you agree yeah. uh yeah
1: i've i've noticed at least in in how I've changed my mind on setting boundaries on being like a people pleaser, naturally, mm-hmm. I find that um, it's it's interesting for me to at least start to make that differentiate, like differential thing in my brain where it's not confrontation mm-hmm. and it's it's being assertive and like speaking your truth for the the benefit of both people, like you said, because if you're not going to be honest about something that gets to you. Then that's going to get to you down in the road. And then it's going to be a lot worse because you're really far into this with that person. Whether it's a mother, a a boyfriend, whatever. Right. Right. Sometimes you kind of have to realize those things early on. And that's kind of hard to do. Which is why setting boundaries is important. Because then you can check yourself. But also kind of check that other person in a healthy way.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I think, you know, it should be, it should be known that it's not necessarily, um, it has nothing to do with your love for that person yeah. or even your like for that person. Right. It's more to keep you on, you know, keep kind of the peace in your relationship. Right. And even like the love for yourself. Because I feel right. like, it, like a lot of people lack that,
1: like... Okay, but this is for this is for me to feel secure in what's happening and I feel like a lot
0: of people have a hard time with that too. Mhm. Yeah. Well, and being like the people pleaser and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. it it actually is almost unfair to the person that you're in a relationship with yes. and and Going so far as to talk about in an intimate relationship, like Mm -hmm. your partner, Mm -hmm. it's not fair for them to not know who you really are. Right. And I've had a really difficult time with that in my life. Right. That I I will say it's okay. I'm fine, Mm -hmm. you know, but really I'm not fine. Right. And it's not fair for them to realize later, like, wow, you were really hurt and you didn't even tell me This whole time and you didn't say
1: anything, but it's like how, it's hard to, I know that in my own personal experience with this uh, last relationship I was in, I was in a relationship with a narcissist and (laughs) he just would not like, like simple things like hanging out with girlfriends was Mm -hmm. like a problem. Mm -hmm. So it's like i got to a point where i was like this is this is fine like he just wants to spend time with me like this is fine Mm -hmm. like allowing allowing him to basically inch that way further into being able to do it all the time and me starting to question oh okay no maybe maybe i shouldn't go and spend so much time there or make sure that i get home at this time because i don't want to disappoint him right and it's like the longer that you let things like that go on like I did for two and a half years, the the less and less you can even do it for yourself in regular life and like take care of yourself and set yes. those small boundaries like, hey you need to shower today.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's like when you get into a rut like that sometimes with certain people, especially someone like that, that'll bring you down both mentally, like and emotionally, it's like you can't even like like, oh my God, how much did I just eat? Mm-hmm. Like set that boundary of like you just binged eating and while you were binge watching like right. unhealthy things. So yeah. it's just kind of crazy how you can let it get to such a point where it's like, how do I push back from that and start even setting smaller boundaries mm-hmm. to try and break through that? Because sometimes it gets so deep where it's hard. But then on the other hand, it's like you've dedicated so much time. So yeah. you have to try and figure out, can we set these boundaries together to work With each other, or is this going to be a continuing butting of the head situation? Right. Which in some cases that's what it is, like with
0: mine. And I was like, nope, okay. Well, and it's basic human nature too to to try to push as far as you can. Yeah. You know, it's like the kid who is begging for the candy in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You're gonna try it every time, and you're gonna try to get more, Mm -hmm. and you know, Mm -hmm. because because it worked. Yeah, because it months. worked. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, we'll kind of go over to, like, you know, the basics on, like, how to set boundaries. Yeah. But that'll come into play, too, is, yeah. like, if you start small at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of inch your way mm-hmm. throughout your relationship. Yeah. So there's, like, different kinds of boundaries. Yes. And I wanted to talk about that. So there's, like, the rigid Boundary. Mm-hmm. There's the loose and open boundaries, mm-hmm. and then there's the healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. So uh, a rigid boundary would be keeping others at a distance, being detached, mm-hmm. um, even with an intimate partner, mm-hmm. um, having few close relationships mm-hmm. in your life, mm-hmm. and avoiding close relationships, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So obviously like rigid boundaries aren't super healthy. No. I would say probably not. It probably keeps you very reclusive I and it's gonna say down more internal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turning you into kind of like a recluse. <laughs> yeah. Um so loose and open boundaries would be getting too involved in other people's problems, <laughs> which is a habit for somebody who's more of like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, finding it difficult to say no Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. um, or oversharing your personal information, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which we're still
1: working on that one (laughs) over here, just a little. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think again, it's like you don't, sometimes you don't know where that like cutoff is. That boundary is for that person. And you don't want to be so rigid that you're never telling people anything anything about you. Yeah but, but um, there is that fine line where, Oh, did I just
1: overshare? Yes. And you kind of have to vibe that out with that person. And you know, sometimes it takes that one time of oversharing and you're like, Oh, okay. We're going to set this boundary where, um, I'm just not going to share things like that with you. Right. I mean, I do that. I do that at work. You know, there are certain people that I just, you know what? Like, I don't, you know, I don't think you need to, I don't think you need to know this and not in a bad way or anything. It's just, There'd, there'd be other people I would tell because I don't think that that would push a boundary with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people would maybe be a little uncomfortable with the conversation. Totally. So it's kind of one of those things. We have to do that all the time with even our clients. Yes. Like, oh, a hundred percent. We got to read them like a book. <laughs> okay, where can I go with this one? Yeah. I
0: always, I always say, you know, when I get home, I'll tell my husband you know, oh, well, I had, like, a real client today. You know, mm-hmm. like, somebody mm-hmm. that I actually, like, talk real to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those are fun clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another, like, loose and open would be to seek to please others for fear of rejection. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I could write a book on that. Same. <laughs> Probably two. Probably two, maybe. Yeah. A sequel. You're yeah. Like, I want you to like me. I don't yep. want you to, like, walk away from me. So I'm not going to, like, draw my line in the sand, you know? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. meanwhile, it's like, then you're miserable. Yep. Or you're like me, where
1: I was scared to charge people what I was supposed to be charging them for their hair. <laughs> but I was scared that they were going to be like, she's so expensive. I hate her. I don't want to go back, <laughs> even though it's beautiful. And then the the further I got and the more skilled I got from the years, I was like, okay. I think it's okay to start, you know, charging what you're supposed to be charging. Right. like I'm worth it. it, I'm worth that. This is my time. This is my money. Like setting boundaries with myself, I think has been one of the best things like in being able to set boundaries with other people Mm because I don't think otherwise you can't, you can't just be like, you can't do this without telling yourself you
0: can't do this. Right. Which is really hard. It is really, really hard. You don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So some healthy boundaries would be. Yes um sharing personal information that's appropriate? Yes. Not too much, not too little. Yes. Um understand your personal needs and know how to communicate them? Yes. 100%. 100%. Uh value your own opinions, mm-hmm. which I mean, uh, like we were just saying, yeah. you know, it's like you second guess yourself so often. Right. Um accept when others say no and be able to say no without guilt? I have worked so hard on that one. I think I've gotten really good at it, especially in our job, right?
1: Because people want so much from us. They oh. really want the world and then want it in like an hour. And it's like, sometimes you, it's like, I would love to do this for you, but I
0: can't. Mm-hmm. And
1: I've had, I mean, I'm sure you've seen plenty of times where I've gone back to the break room and I'm like, oh my God,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I have
1: 20 minutes and I have blah, 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 blah right. and have to get it figured out. And now... I started to be like, you know, actually, I don't have time for that. But let's do let's do this so we can figure it out. And that that alone, mm-hmm.
0: the amount of
1: relief I feel from being able to comfortably say no to somebody, mm-hmm. because what's the worst somebody can do is say no, and then you deal with it. Right? Like, yes. oh, it's such a beautiful way to lift it off. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Holy well, crap.
0: and sometimes it's giving them, you know, the. The option then, it's like, I could do a really beautiful job in two hours that I can't do in 20 minutes. Right. So, you know, really you're benefiting them. Right. Too. And also you're you're able to kind of set that boundary where like,
1: if they're late, it's like, hey, you showed up 15 minutes late. I have 15 minutes so I can apply your root color and, you know, we can throw a glass on, but that's all the time I have. And then you're setting that boundary, like show up to your appointment on time and you can get everything you want. Yes. You know, or for the first time
0: you say no to the one person who has no showed you or come late every single appointment for the last, you know, year. Yeah. That first time you say no and turn them away, it's like you're teaching them that lesson. They're like, what? Oh, yeah. I can't just show up 15, 30 <laughs> right. minutes late
1: right. or not at all?
0: Yeah. So um, should we give some examples of what boundaries would sound like? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, a great one, I think, would yeah. be I want to hang out with you, mm-hmm. but not when you're drinking. Yes. I think that's a great. I think that's a very good one. I think you. I
1: thought you might appreciate. I. I do. I also. For me, one um to give you guys a little backstory. Um, I'm 11 months sober today.
0: From drinking. Congratulations! Oh, and happy Valentine's Day! Thank you. Yes, I know.
1: (laughs) One month before the big one, I have a nice little holiday to celebrate. But yeah. Yeah. So for me, in in my. You know, it's still technically new sobriety. Um, The boundary, um, honestly, that I've set is kind of a loose one for somebody um, that's in recovery. Um, I am not your normal recovering alcoholic, alcoholic, whatever you want to call it. Um, I still go to bars, but I can completely 1,000% not have a drop of alcohol and be totally fine. Um, I probably won't stay the whole night just because, you know, alcohol... (laughs) people continue to drink they get a little weird a little not like themselves a little (laughs) um, unremembering of things they've said or done so we just you know we try and set that boundary where we get out of dodge before that happens (laughs) but um yeah it's it's an interesting thing for me because I think a lot of my cohort of people that are in sobriety as well um would not be able to do that right but I I've set a boundary within myself that I, you know, I don't need anything that comes from drinking. And the longer that I go from it, the more I'm able to say, I don't need anything from drinking. And honestly, the, the easier it gets, I mean, you know, you still have fear of missing out.
0: But right
1: being able to set that boundary like, no, I'm going to hit this year and I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And be able to hang out with people that are drinking. But with that boundary of, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to step back ourselves when maybe that's too much. And say, hey guys, you know.
0: This has been fun, but mm-hmm. it's time to it depart, or maybe Or maybe like I can hang out with you um at, you know, another place. Yes. And, when you're drinking, but like don't bring it to my house. Right. You know Right. well, yeah, a thousand percent. I've
1: I've actually had that since um I had a gentleman over and he was he was a wine drinker mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he had a bottle of wine and he brought it to my apartment and that was mm-hmm. the first alcohol I had in my apartment. And I can't even tell you how gross i felt i was like i don't want that in here and like he actually didn't want the rest of it in the morning and i dumped it out and it felt so powerful oh, but it was yeah. like that moment after that i said yeah we're not yeah you that's can not you can drink but not not in my house like yeah. i don't need that here i don't not where i sleep you right. know i don't need that energy yeah regardless of if you had 3 glasses of wine or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes it doesn't take much for some people, which yeah. is another boundary some people need to set.
0: Right. That's why yeah. I don't
1: drink anymore. I don't drink because if I drank, I'd drink too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People all the time, which is another boundary I've set. Sorry to continue, but no oh, good. Um people I've been asked, "Well, why can't you just like be like a normal person and just have a couple of drinks and mm-hmm. not, <laughs> Well, not some people can. Anymore. And some people can't. And I'm one of those people and with Pretty much everything in my life, and this is something I'm still working through. I'm a more, more, more kind of person. Mm
0: -hmm. So when it
1: came to drinking, it was never enough. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, let's drink, let's do shots, let's do as many shots as we can, let's get to that point. And then you get to that point and you're past that point. (laughs) Right. So it's like I couldn't set that boundary within myself one, to stop drinking excessively, two, to stop going to the bar. Mm -hmm. I couldn't set those boundaries because it was so routine and i wasn't i wasn't willing and like ready to set that boundary until i got out of dodge mm-hmm. kind of thing and that's the thing how extreme do you have to go to be able to s- like really start setting some boundaries for yourself right I right mean, yeah
0: well it's all you know learning for really yeah life man adulting here we go <laughs> it's a ride <laughs> another example would be i know you're angry and upset right now but you can't speak to me that way and I think that's a really good one in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great that's for nice. an intimate relationship, a partnership. It's also really good in um the workplace. Customer service. With a client or with your boss. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I know you're pissed. I appreciate that yeah. we're talking about it. But, like, you have to still speak to me in a respectful way. Right. You know? Right. I found... um. So
1: I actually, I have a part-time job. I won't uh, disclose where, but the <laughs> one of um, management, just go like that. Um, I, I, sometimes I don't show up on time. <laughs> That's a boundary I have not set with myself on that because I, I show up to time at my other job. <laughs> but um, that one is just like, so I strolling like 10 minutes late. And I found out that this manager was making bets for when I was going to show up. <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" And you want me to come to work and respect you, right? And you're making bets about when I'm going to show up. You best believe I showed up early that next week.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I guess so would lose. The it's bet. just like,
1: like, come on, dude. Like, if you if you want people to respect you, you can't be like talking about your other managers right. when they're not there. Like, when's she gonna get here? Like, no, you need. Yeah, that's that. That person needs to set some boundaries. They should listen to this
0: podcast. Yes.
1: (laughs) Send it it to them. Send it to them.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Um, Well, on that same vein, Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate this job and your confidence in me, but I can't take homework this weekend. Or in our case, Mm -hmm. I can't come in on my day off. Mm -hmm. Which is
1: hard sometimes, but I think... I think what I've realized over the years, I'm sure you have too, is if you don't give yourself those days off, like either either the whole day completely where you have at least one day a week, mm-hmm. like what do you I still like, want to love this job. I want to come to this job. I want to be like, "You know what? It is my day off real quick. I haven't I haven't done this in a while, so I'll come in." But I to to do that all the
0: time? Yeah, you can't. You can't. You're going to burn yourself out on both ends. No, because you do need like you know, to continue having, like, passion for it. Right. You know?
1: And you can tell a lot in, in a lot of people's jobs when they lose passion for what they're
0: doing. Totally. And for a lot of jobs, it's like, you definitely don't want... You don't want me as your stylist if I don't have passion for it. Right. You know? Right. One time I was cutting hair and somebody was like,
1: wow, you must really like cutting hair. And I was like, Why? She's like, I could just tell in your face because I was so <laughs> concentrated. And it's like, oh, cool. You know, like, yeah, that's cool that people see the passion in you. And I think it's so important because if you're just like, you want some layers? Yeah. You're like, okay.
0: <laughs> just a trim.
1: Just a trim. <laughs> just, just the that ends.
0: <laughs> in and out. So here's how we're going to do the setting of the boundaries. Yes. The first thing is to have some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. So why are you setting them what are you feeling? What's the purpose?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think a good part of that is rigorous honesty with yourself. Mm-hmm. And really being able to take yourself out of a situation and look from the outside in and mm-hmm. see where maybe you could be part of the problem. Or you need to set some boundaries either for yourself or for that person to encourage the the boundaries to be able to to melt. So... I know that for me, with the with the going out and not drinking, the boundary was you're gonna go out and you're gonna have fun, you're gonna drink mocktails mm-hmm. because when I play pretend, I'm I'm real good at playing pretend. I love mm. dress up as a kid, so let's just do it as an adult. <laughs> but like that's that boundary where I'm like, okay, so it's people are getting too drunk, it's getting too rowdy. I'm gonna excuse myself mm. and safely drive home and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that positive reinforcement at the end of that boundary. Is is a really good way to continue that cycle of having that 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 boundary continue, which is why I've been able to do this since I came home mm-hmm. almost a year ago. Right? right. So it's like I mean, again, it's it's not a normal circumstance, but I feel like my mental is so much stronger now, mm-hmm. having gone through, I mean, so much therapy and rigorous honesty with myself. Mm-hmm. That it's, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that, like you said, it's a learning curve and we're always growing and always learning. You know, sometimes you have to, you have to check your boundaries daily and yes. see where you're at with it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And check in with those people too mm-hmm. and see, you know, like, how are you feeling about it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, do you feel like I'm doing a good job of being consistent? Right. You know? I mean, I even, I
1: crossed, I crossed a boundary today and I even reached out and I said, hey, I just want to let you know I'm sorry for, for overstepping or whatever. So I can acknowledge, you know, I did something, but I'm going to let you know that I do genuinely, I didn't mean to like cause any, disarm or whatever you know mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes you have to check yourself too when you do when you do something that maybe is like oh okay hindsight's 20 mm-hmm. and then you have to be like you got to be the bigger person sometimes and be like i'm sorry yeah. whether that's a little argument you had
0: or something that you did out of turn it's just those small things right yep. i mean that's self-reflection right there <sighs> to a T. <tea. laughs> so the second one we've kind of talked about it already is to mm-hmm. start small yep so sometimes you know you have to be a little bit more gradual with people. Mm-hmm. If you kind of dump all of it mm-hmm. on someone, it's going to feel like too much. Mm-hmm. Like information overload, especially overly. if it's like a new relationship or something, yeah. and you're immediately like, "Well, you can't do this, this, this. If you do this, this is gonna..." You know what I mean? It's just overwhelming. That's a
1: really good way to set a boundary of no longer seeing that person Right. until you. dumped. That's a boundary setter right there. All right, babe. See you later.
0: Oh, And the other thing is to set them early. Right. So early on in a relationship, if possible. Right. I mean, sometimes it takes years and years with somebody before you realize like, oh, this isn't exactly what I signed up for. Right. Or, you know, maybe you're getting a little too comfortable with me where you feel like, you know. We're roommates more than... Or just that whatever. you feel like you can, you have the bigger personality. So maybe, you know, you're overtaking me and I'm letting it happen. Family members are like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know you. Right. And they know, you know, that they can push and push sometimes. And what they
1: can say mm-hmm. or how they can say something. And that's one thing that I think is t- to go on a little bit of a thing. Setting boundaries with your parents Mhm. Jeez. Yes. That definitely. is so hard. How do you tell someone that raised you, maybe we don't talk like that or do that
0: because that's not Well, nice. I think sometimes parents need to re- be reminded that you're an adult. Right. And that's whether you're, you know, 28 20, or 50. Right. <laughs> because
1: at both stages, you know, you're you're very much into the, your own
0: life at that point. Yeah. So it's like mm, <laughs> um, so the next one is to be consistent. Oof. Letting boundaries slide is confusing for people. Yes. Keep reinforcing them, keeping your lines yes. clearly established. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super important for both people too. Mm-hmm. Like if you start, you know, getting lax and letting things slide, people don't know where they stand with you. Mm-hmm. So in the same circumstance with friendships as well, when I
1: was Mm -hmm. in the end of my relationship, um, you, I know, you know, and most people that I'm close with at the, at the salon know that I was very much unhappy with my situation. I Mm -hmm. kept talking about how I was unhappy with my situation, but then continued to stay. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I think people, I got to a point where I just didn't want to talk about it anymore because I could right. tell, you know, it's like one of those things where you know you're telling people, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to leave, and blah, blah blah blah, and then you don't, and mm-hmm. six months go by, yeah. So then they're like, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know how to console you anymore because you've been flip flopping this boundary you're trying to set, but you can't set it, right? And it wasn't well because like, sometimes you know, like
0: comfort is ugh. king. You know, you get so comfortable that you're like, even if it's, even if it's not good it's still recognizable and sometimes that comfortability is like you'd
1: almost rather stay in that comfortability than get uncomfortable with that Mm -hmm. person yes which is sometimes hard but i think with the setting the boundaries and stuff i think for a lot of people writing it down um i couldn't tell you the actual fact of this but somebody in one of the classes we took said that writing it down like There's way more of a percentage chance that you're going to accomplish that or get to it. So even if it's, you know, just you choose one boundary, because I don't know about you, but big numbers scare me. So it's like (laughs) if I started with five, it'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. If I started with three, then okay maybe. But it's like if you start with one, you accomplish that one. Even if it's I'm going to make sure that I floss my teeth at least at night kind of thing because you know your dentist is like are <laughs> you be flossing? No. Not enough, but it's like things like that where it seems like it's difficult but even if you do it, okay, I I flossed twice this this week or whatever. Not saying this is a, an example of my my dental health. Y'all need to floss <laughs> out here. But, um, you know what I mean? Where it's like something simple where like even me, I'm not going to go to Starbucks every day. Like Mm. I'm going to go to Starbucks once or twice a week so that I can start setting that boundary that yes, I want to treat myself, but I need to make it a treat and not a here princess every day we get a nice coffee. Like
0: (laughs) that's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is to create a framework. So general mm-hmm. boundaries that apply to anyone in your mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes perfect sense. Yes. Because you, you as a personality, there probably is something that you're willing to let slide with every mm-hmm. person in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. You know, that you need to kind mm-hmm. of make that framework of, you know, this is just not a possibility. Right. Um, the next one is to feel free to add extras. So depending on the relationship to the person, like if it's a boss versus a coworker or mm-hmm. a friend versus family, you know, what are you willing to or what what do you need to ask more of? You know, like maybe you're asking more of your friends, like I I or your family, like I can't have you just stopping at my house. Right. You
1: whenever know, whenever unannounced I, I need a
0: a phone call. Two hours
1: before, <laughs> right? At least, <laughs> let me know. They'll at just least show up.
0: Um, being aware of social media, so mm. oversharing, commenting. So, do you need to tell your friends and family? Like, I, I'm fine with you putting your personal information out there, but if you could leave me out of it, mm-hmm. you know, like, don't put me in your comments. Or I would prefer if you ask me to if you're gonna tag me in a picture. Mm-hmm. If you could ask me first. Especially or, if there are or children my kids. involved, yeah. yeah yeah whether it's a child or an adult
1: child you know like there's so much on the internet mm-hmm. you gotta res- you gotta set some boundaries somewhere especially oh, when it boy. comes to social media even even how much you're you're putting into it
0: mm-hmm. i
1: mean they literally designed it to be a drug so it's right. like <laughs> we, let, let's let's put some boundaries on that like TikTok is the only app I've ever seen where they tell you to get off the app because you've been (laughs) on there too long. TikTok is setting boundaries. Like, let's be real. Although you can bypass them. Oh, yeah, you can bypass them, but at least they're out there pushing it. That's step one, (laughs) starting, right? Yes. When we start to listen is step two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the next one is talk. So communicate your boundaries clearly, um, give details, raise concerns when it's necessary. Yes which i think, you know, I, I don't know, communication is key in mm-hmm. every aspect of life. I think also calming, calmly mm-hmm. communicating,
1: yes. trying not to get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I know i it took me mm-hmm. almost 28 years to figure <laughs> out how to hear something that makes me angry and calmly ask questions instead of well why is this well duh, 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 duh. like having that instant attitude mm-hmm. because that's only gonna fuel fire to the fire right so I mean with that you setting like said that last one with the setting boundaries and being vocal and explaining um one time I was in a car with uh he's an ex-boyfriend but we're friends from whatever I was like 21 so
0: a long mm-hmm. time ago
1: and we were in a car and he's one of those guys that likes to like race and drive quickly and take the turns quickly and whatever mm. i have a lot of ptsd in cars okay you know you know girl we've had we've had one too many cars since you've met me probably <laughs> and that is purely because of accidents and things that um i did not cause Fender benders <laughs> from the back okay anyways so um we were in his car and he was like joking and he was well he wasn't joking he was like i take these turns at 60 when it says 35 okay mm-hmm. so i'm already like well you're not doing that today that was my first me setting the boundary. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was like, oh, whatever. I do it all the time, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't take the turn super quickly, but then proceeds to start going faster.
0: Mm-hmm. And I told
1: him, I said, I get really scared in cars. I'm going to need you to slow down. Mm-hmm. And he actually wasn't listening to me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so um, this um, whole being calm thing kind of went out the window when I tried to set my boundary and then set it again. And it was completely disrespected. Right. And I told him that he needed Basically, with explicit languages, to slow the F down. Mm-hmm. Um, I am scared. And I yelled it. I was screaming. And when Miss Ma'am gets angry,
0: <laughs> it's not
1: a fun person to be around, which is why I try to rein it in and know that, conscious of that boundary with myself. Uh-huh. But I had to, like, it, it took me vocally getting loud and making him think I was crazy for him to respect my boundary. Right, And it was really unfortunate that it took... Me having to physically come off as a psychopath mm-hmm. for you to listen to me right. and respect the fact that you driving quickly around these turns and things is scary for someone that's been in multiple car accidents. Right. I don't know how you can understand that, regardless of him him gaslighting me and telling me that his car is meant to handle those things. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the gaslight, sir, but that doesn't make me feel any better about me being physically anxious about being in this car. Right. So I told him to take me take me home
0: so Mm -hmm. take me home
1: and he did and we didn't talk for like two months after that because i was like nope i'm setting that boundary and even ever since i've ever been in his car he has never done shit like that again yeah that's good because you have to you have to yeah especially when it comes to like your own physical mental health i know people have a lot of physical anxiety you know Mm -hmm. especially in situations like that yeah so it's like i'm not gonna let you give me a panic attack because you're trying to have fun right how is that fair if you're my friend Mm-hmm. you would realize i'm trying to set a boundary with you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're overpassing that right
0: so then it's like how do you
1: how do you get to that point in setting boundaries where you don't have to scream at the person for them to hear you
0: well i would hope that in the future you know after not talking for months and whatever that like he would go oh yeah so she was serious you know because right let's be honest some boys they're just not that quick on the uptake. They yeah, take some takes some so, a couple months to figure yeah. out. Well, maybe I was maybe I was being kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the next one is be your biggest champion, which uh believe in your right and be deserving, which I think that that is, you know, another like with your example, yeah. you felt like I deserve to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, then I'm going to put my foot down here and, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to Advocate for myself, right? And I think that's important too. Yeah, yes. And you know, people like to know that you are, um, that you are your biggest fan. You mm-hmm. know, like especially the people who love you, right? They want to believe that you believe in yourself, right. and and nobody's going to respect your boundaries if you don't respect them right. yourself, right? So. The next one is gain some perspective. So not having boundaries is actually detrimental to your mental health. Yep. But being too rigid can be unhealthy as well. Right. So having like a balance. That middle ground. hmm mm-hmm. Is, you know, the healthy place to be. You have to have some perspective. Like you can't say no one can ever do something and, you know, still be in my life. Right. Like, that's a bit too rigid. Right. People need a chance. Right. You know, sometimes it's going to take a lesson or two before, you know. It sticks in. Yeah. Like with the men. It takes a little bit bit longer. I didn't want to say that. Yeah, well, I will. I will. (laughs) We
1: were thinking it.
0: Yeah, but you said it. (laughs) Oh my god! But, You know, men and women do have just completely different brains. Well, and they do,
1: and it's honestly no fault to the to the man because we are genuinely more complicated, and we look at things a little differently. I think we're a little bit more, um, d like as as discerning, like a good word, mm-hmm. like yeah. like we can discern things a little differently. I mean, come on, we can look at two colors and men will be like, that's the same color. And we're like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even just in that, it's like, you can tell that they, they literally see things differently. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes setting that boundary, you really have to, you have to know what their language is and how they're going to receive it. Yes. And you can't just say it like how you think it's going to be taken. You almost have to think about it.
0: I am learning that, um, like you wouldn't believe right now at that I I could say something in a way where I think I've been very clear. Right. And it's been completely unclear. Right. And it comes back to me like I had no idea that, you know, that bothered you or whatever. I'm like, how could you not know? Didn't you see me? Like I got so quiet and I walked away. Right. You know, and I'm like, that would be obvious to me. But because it would be completely different if it were the other way around mm-hmm. where I would overthink every action that you would do. Yep. Like if you got quiet and walked away, I, I would run after and you'd you you'd be like, like what's wrong. Yes. You know, Yes. that is a perfect example.
1: Um, a couple months ago, I, um, I hung out with the gentleman and, <laughs> um, in the morning I made the bed, like his bed to be nice. Uh huh. Didn't say anything. And I was like, if something, If some fucking guy made my bed in the morning, I'd be like, that was so nice of you. Thank you for doing that. You didn't need to do do that. (laughs) Like, excuse me. I didn't need to do that. I just did that to be nice.
0: Right. So, you know, (laughs) tell how that went. (laughs) I I can't tell you how many examples I have of this I where it's swear. like I we could you do a didn't see too. that like my eyes welled up with tears how could right. you not have seen that right you know like <laughs> well oh, you didn't notice that have you ever read the book um men are from Mars women are from Venus no but I should oh listen to the audible okay it's you know it's a little more pelt it, like, yeah, palatable. Yes. Yeah. I've um, heard that with those kind of it's things. It's really, really good, though. And yeah. it makes, like, so much sense. Yeah. It, we literally are two different brains. Dude, dude, species, that one. Well, it's so funny, too, that we're meant to be together. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> a well, couple. and honestly, when you
1: think about it, like,
0: um, <laughs>
1: men kind of, you know, not all men. We're not going to, like, shame all men. <laughs> but sorry, in my experiences recently... They're kind of a little bit lower than the tier, and then women are like top tier, like always. Doesn't even matter, especially when you look like, sorry, you and I do. I mean, let's be real. There is a pretty girl perk. I'm saying, but it's like, mm, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Where it, it's hard because I feel like we are so much more complex in so many ways. I'm not saying that there aren't men out there that aren't right. I feel like in my experience in this being single for almost a year and trying to date and trying to find my person, mm-hmm. it's just insane. Like The vast amount of differences in people and me being able to actually set those boundaries of what I don't want right,
0: early on right. and seeing those red flags. Well, and I think in certain instances, and we're totally getting off track, but I think maybe the idea is that we're supposed to balance each other out, right? You know, like you're overthinking everything. I'm not thinking anything. Yes. So somewhere in the middle is like a healthy, yep. You know, balance yep. of both.
1: Well, and I will say, I think, I think it does happen that way, even with both, with both, um, people. I actually saw a video the other day where this guy was, this woman was having like a panic attack. She had so much to do and she couldn't like conceptualize all the things she needed to do. Like her brain was just working too hard, mm-hmm. and her husband was just like. So if you don't have time to do this, we're going to go blah, 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 blah. And basically talk her out of the anxiety attack. Right. And that is somebody that is invested and knows that person enough and knows that their boundaries of having too much to do are being pushed. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, they're going to help them off of that ledge by saying, well, here, here's the boundaries you're going to set within yourself. If you're too tired, do a mobile pickup, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of amazing that somebody can be conscious it's it's hopeful right right that people can get to a point where they are conscious of even those triggers like you said like you couldn't tell I got across my arms and I left the room and Mm -hmm. it's like it it takes actually like looking at someone and knowing someone to be like I've crossed a boundary here Mm -hmm. you can feel that
0: energy shift or that that body language shift well and I feel like Oh, like, my husband and I have actually gotten, like, so much better at this. Yeah, yeah. Recently, where he actually does go the extra mile to ask me. Yes. You know, like, I can tell something's bothering you or, like... That's And incredible. it could be the simplest thing. Like, I I have a lot of body aches because um I have, like, issues with my electrolytes. Oh. So, he'll ask me, you know, like, yeah. are you feeling okay? Like, you should probably drink one of your drinks, you know? Like... Like he knows yeah, by just by looking at me that I'm see? not good, and that's that's
1: the difference I think, and sometimes in marriage too, when you get so used to a person, sometimes you fall out of that being able to notice those things until you bring up that conversation and have that communication mm-hmm. because i think we I think we all do it, regardless of what point you are in your life, you get complacent
0: with things and you just
1: well, and, you know,
0: there is, you know, there is a lot of merit to checking in with people. you know, a thousand percent. And whether that's a year down the road, 10 years down the road, you know, I think, and I'm a huge advocate for couples therapy. Yeah. Going in and having those, like, maintenance sessions where nothing's wrong. Right. But let's just check in. Let's, let's just check can see like is anything going on with you that you haven't felt comfortable talking about or that you know you've held back that this this area is a
1: safe 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 space for us to be able to reiterate our boundaries Mm -hmm. and have that almost mediator that third party be able to talk to both of you because sometimes I think if it's just you two you're not going to be able to discern whether like what they're saying has merit or not yes sometimes it takes that person to be like Well, Shannon, actually, you know, if you take a step back and you look at how he's feeling, Mm -hmm. you would see this, that, and the other. And then you're like, oh, okay, because I was just thinking this, that, and the other, not the vice versa. So think sometimes, especially in those circumstances where it's hard to have communication because you're scared of Mm -hmm. pushing boundaries or not knowing what to say or how to say it, Mm -hmm. then it's like that. that is almost more unhealthy than, than... just not like just go to therapy at that point like I mean if if I had been with said person and was going to get married with them we would have had to gone through therapy before that even happened. (laughs) so you know hence where we're not getting married not together but one of those things where it's like I got to the point where I wasn't allowing like I was just Mm -hmm. frontal right like you just let you just let it happen and, and then I just wouldn't say anything Mm-hmm. When the arguments would happen, I just wouldn't say anything, and that drove him crazy and yeah. rightfully so,
0: mm-hmm. but my
1: boundary I was setting by not saying anything was pushing his boundary of i need I need to hear what you need like what I need to hear kind of thing
0: yeah and yeah. so it's it's hard <laughs> it boundaries <is> hard. baby <laughs> let's do it so the last thing that I really wanted to talk about is what are the consequences. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be follow through, right? So if somebody is crossing your boundaries, pushing your boundaries and it's, you know, it's not sinking in, where do you go from there? Do you end that relationship? I think sometimes
1: you have to.
0: Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you have to, to,
1: to get out of the situation because if they're not, if they're not going to respect the boundary to the point where like, it's that big of a problem, then what are they doing for you Mm -hmm. in general? And then if they actually care, then they'll be the one to reach out and say something like, hey, not even like I pushed a boundary, but like, hey, I want to check in Mm -hmm. and see like what's going on. And like, I don't know, I know that a lot of consequences with not following through are you could lose friendships like, like in circumstances where you're with somebody that nobody likes and it's like, well... We're not going to invite you to hang out. Mm-hmm. We don't. We not that we don't. We don't want to be around him. Not that we don't like you, but when you can't go, if he's not coming, and mm-hmm. like we know you're going to say no.
0: Right. So
1: it's like you can lose friends from not allowing that, or even. I mean, you could lose your life if you don't. If you don't start boundaries, if I did, if I did, go and stop drinking and and stop that period of my life i don't actually have any idea where i would be
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i think in the grand scheme with how stubborn i am i think i would have been fine but i say it like that because are you really fine (laughs) right when you're an alcoholic no well yeah you'd never know i wouldn't know know. but i do know that i'm i'm able to set boundaries now i'm Mm -hmm. able to recognize boundaries now. And I'm able to reap the benefit of seeing those boundaries through without seeing as many consequences. Mm-hmm. Because I've started to learn when to say no, yes. when to be assertive and not confrontational, mm-hmm. and when things don't suit me, that it's okay to to not be a part of it. Right. And that's so hard for some people. But how are you going to let your own peace be so messed with, mm-hmm. but just to deal with that like you can't like we're only here for a short period of time and we don't right. even know how long that is yes so it's like the the more and more you set boundaries even those small ones it's like you start to feel more quality of life I think yeah because you're starting to not let those small things get to you on your mental which is that's we have enough to chip away at that so like <laughs> right let's
0: start small and well I think it's a hundred percent um uh, feasible yeah. to let go of yeah. relationships that don't suit you. Yeah. You know, and that can be just about anybody in your life or anything. Or anything, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it to, you know, if somebody's constantly pushing your boundaries and, you know, going past what you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. that means that they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. And that it's probably okay to check them. And if they don't react well to
1: being checked, then that's enough answer, I think.
0: Right. Well, and, you know, you don't want somebody in your life who doesn't care enough about you that they would put you in that situation. Right. So. Right. That's my opinion. I agree. Well, this was fabulous. This was great, yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. absolutely. I really appreciate you coming oh, today. Oh, so much fun. And I definitely wanted to talk about this subject, and I thought this would be the perfect subject yes. for us. So, yes, yes. Um, well, thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review all the good things, mm-hmm. and set some boundaries today. Yes,
1: set them, girl. Go floss those
0: teeth. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. We'll be